What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap, bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy, it's slippery. Nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe. Hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz. I am joined by my dude Goose, aka Bulls Scripted. We're here to talk game one of the preseason, and I'm trying to keep my excitement down to not overreact. But if you were looking for somebody not to overreact, you might have come to the wrong show. It's on my cloud nine right now. Before we get into this, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at on Tap Sportsnet. Colin Goose at Bulls Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five-star rating and review, because that's cool and tough. Also, Twitter changed its live streaming thing, because Periscope is now gone. So if you want to have a conversation with us, please go to our YouTube and subscribe. That is the only way, besides, I think, Facebook, that we can see if you guys are writing to us or not. So What's Facebook? Know. There's Facebook still? Yeah, fake business, yeah. Uh, that's actually that's a good joke too because there literally was no facebook for like like six or seven hours hours the other day yeah yeah but you have to go over to youtube go to the on tap sports net youtube go to the two yep subscribe (laughs) and then you can get into the general chat with us and and talk some shit so goose first game of the year preseason albeit you know that's fine I want your thoughts leading up to the game before we actually get into the game how was your general feeling today I don't know. It didn't feel real. It's always kind of like your birthday. Like, it don't feel real until, like, your people are singing happy birthday to you. Um, And that's kind of how it was for me today. Like, snuck up on me. 7 o'clock got here real quick. Um, And then shit got really exciting. So, it was was kind of like a dull day for me. Like I said, it just crept up on me. I wasn't really expecting the season to be here already. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. I mean, it's something that I've been waiting for for a long time anyway. I mean, and it's just, you know, after all the moves that were made and, you know, us doing the like three or four off-season shows that we did, once we did the one after media day, I really was like, I couldn't really wait anymore. And the fact that it came today and it it went the way it did was absolutely awesome. Before I even get into anything, I want to shout out Chip Jones who writes over at on tap. You can follow him at MB paw on Twitter. I was talking to him like maybe an hour before the game, we were on a zoom just bullshitting and he goes, yeah, I got my wish. And I was like, what was your wish or what did you call or whatever? And he goes, I said, Javante green would be starting and probably getting them four minutes. That dude is a fucking genius. If you don't follow him, you need to do it again. It's at MV Paw. He will be on this show with us this year. He writes great content over at On Tap, so check him out. But yeah, dude, I I just I guess 
around like 5 30 6 o'clock right when i was getting ready to sit down and eat dinner is when everything fucking set in like this is going to happen we're doing a bulls on tap tonight preseason game one and then i had that little bit of chicago bulls worry that i have and it was just like oh my god i know it's preseason but here comes fucking lowry gonna drop 25 on our heads and i'm gonna have to watch everybody fucking say oh you see what he did or denzel hitting a big shot and that didn't happen goose the bulls came out and they came out on fire immediately not only offensively but defensively, albeit the, the Cleveland Cavaliers suck. And if ever anybody knows me, they know I have horrible disdain for anybody in, in the Bulls division. I hate Indiana. I hate Cleveland. I hate Detroit. I cannot. I hate Milwaukee. I hate those teams because they're in our division and I can't stand them. Cleveland sucks, but the Bulls actually made them look like the shit team they are. Yeah, I'd be curious to see if the next time we see the Cavs, I know we see them at least one more time in preseason, if they go with that, like, 20-year-old average lineup to start the game because you need Rubio in there, I feel. I need, like, you need some veteranship. You just got your ass wiped. And uh, Lowry and Denzel had to sit there and watch it, which was kind of comical for me as a fan. Uh, I was a big Lowry fan, and I love him to death still. Uh, I wish the best for him, but it was rather comical and ironic to – have that I'm a starter in this league resonating in my head and seeing a rookie, albeit the third overall pick. Uh, there's a reason he's sitting behind him, but to be in Cleveland coming off the bench on such a horrible team is kind of just like, well, shit, you couldn't have found your way to a contender on the bench at least? Like, well, he got traded. I mean, that's what happened. He thought he was going to the Spurs, like he said, and he ended up going to Cleveland, and I loved that. I mean, I, I got a Lowry signed jersey hanging up right over there, which we're going to give away this year to a Lowry fan at some point. I don't want to fucking look at it. He's not – I mean, it, it, it signals the dark day. We're going to have to buy tickets to a Cleveland game, because I don't think there's any, like, Lowry fans. I've got a Cleveland game. There's, there's, one guy on, there's one guy on Twitter. I don't remember yeah. his name, but I know he's out there. Yeah, yeah, there's one, there's one Cleveland fan. Out there. There's, there's fucking one guy. It's one guy. Uh, David Bennett, yes, the game was on TV. It was on NBC Sports Chicago. All the preseason games will be. Um, it was just a question that popped through in our chat here. Um, yeah, so I just thought it was it was super interesting because, like, the Bulls come out, not too many jitters, very unselfish, but the defensive intensity was something that I just was blown away by because, I mean, that's good. that's been a knock on them. And, again, Cleveland sucks, don't get me wrong, and they made a lot of bad decisions with the ball. But when you capitalize off of that, it, it's great. And I, I have to say the first quarter, Lonzo looked good stealing ball. I have to give Javante Green all the credit in the world for the start of this game. I mean, that guy oh, – That, that I mean, may earned himself some minutes. I, I, I thought so too, impressive. man. I, I, you know, I was impressed with him last year in spot minutes that he received. Um didn't really get too much extended play, but yeah, he he earned himself some minutes. It was pretty obvious why he was given the starting role tonight, and he fit in well. Like um, the versatility and the energy that he brought, his athleticism is insane. Uh, the poster he put Lowry on on the on the missed dunk where Lowry contested him, he got his own rebound and that second second bounce, man. The Lowry didn't have it, and he just woof. Ooh, man, we're going to be a fun. We're going to be on Sports Center a lot this year with the amount of athletes and lobs. Watch, <laughs> goddamn, you're so excited. You did a bad <laughs> My God, dude's fucking yeah, going yeah, crazy. Sorry, it was awkward as shit. Um, no, 
<laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited. Um, probably got a nose hair stuck in there from trimming that sucker earlier. That's what happened. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, we're not the most professional podcast out there. That's for sure. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here drinking beer. that and... out for me? Well, what was that? You're not going to edit that out for me? <laughs> no, I'm not going to edit that. I don't feel like it. I'm not going to do that. I'm posting this shit right away. But Bulls end up getting up 109 shots tonight. They shot 46% from the field, 43% from downtown on 37 shots. They made 16 of them. Got to the free throw line only 18 times compared to the 35 times for the Cleveland Cavaliers. They out-rebounded Cleveland 57-51. to 51. They had 36 assists, and Stacey King pointed that out on the show. I'm sorry, on the broadcast, that that was more than they had at all last year, which is fucking fantastic. A a ton of ball movement we got to see. They had 11 blocks. Broke last year's assist record. Bam. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, They had 11 blocks, 13 steals, only nine turnovers. The Bulls averaged 15 last year. So only nine turnovers. Again, again, preseason. But still in all, dude. They, they played a really good game, and they came out hot. And I think the reason they came out so hot is I think they're all excited to play with one another. Drows but I, some fucking threes, too, man. Uh, dude, he looked pretty good tonight. I mean, he, he got 14 shots up, too. Um, I thought that was a three that he drained, but um, it was not. It was a really long two. He went 0 for 1 from downtown. Yeah, it was a long two for DeRozan on that. I know exactly what you're talking about because as soon as I, he hit that, I, I marked out for a minute. I'm like, who said this motherfucker can't shoot threes? And then I was like, oh. That was on That's uh, that. That's my bad. That's my bad. But yeah, I, I was just really impressed by everything. I want to go through some stat lines with you. We had DeRozan get 14 shots up. We had Vooch get 13 shots up. We had Levine get uh, 14 shots up. Um, they all played. DeRozan had 25 minutes. Um, Levine and Vooch both had 24. Um, the plus minuses, which is something that I always say I really never look at, but I'm, I'm looking at it here because I can use it to my advantage. 50, there's no reason to look at the plus minus. Well, I, I want to use it to my advantage. Um, plus 45 for Zach Levine and Vooch. <laughs> that, so that led the team. I'm going to use that to my advantage. So fuck everybody that doesn't uh, like plus minus now. So I'm contradicting myself from last year, but I don't care. I'm a homer. But uh, it was absolutely amazing. 25 points for Levine, three boards, three assists, three steals, one turnover. Um, Zach Levine was plus 45. <laughs> dude, right? It was amazing. It's Like I said, like, I'm, I'm trying not to freak too bad about all of this, but it was just the way they played. The first half, and, and even our scrubs did good to close out the game. So, right, uh, you know, um, it's hard. No, like you said, you – Anybody who's a Bulls fan is, is is excited as hell right now. Well, um, you have to be. You have to be. I mean, the last three, four years have just been – I mean, dude, we've been doing this podcast together. This is our third season. Let me tell you – Talk about the playoffs for us. Right. Let me tell you, 19 and 20 were a fucking drag. And it was, like, hard to want to do post games every night, but we like to do this, so we kept doing it. It was hard to write about the team and cover them because it was like, oh, well, you know, if Wendell Carter snaps out of it, he'll be really good. Or if, you know, Lowry Markkinen get can, you know, be a bully and use his body in the paint, he'll be real good. We have real good players now that we know what they're capable of and what they're going to do. And, again, in the preseason, they came out with a chip on their shoulder. They heard what people fucking said about them. It wasn't until recently that narrative Lowry to body people in the paint. You got to clear that one up for me real quick. Well, dude, everybody want, no, they said it would be get better if he were to do oh, that. Oh, the, oh, you're oh. expecting that to happen out of him. Cause he's a big body. You wanted him to get in there and bang a little bit, try to be more aggressive. We never saw that. I never expected that. 
Yeah, I know you didn't. You said it all last year, so I got to give you the credit for that. I, I kept saying, maybe he'll do it. I don't know. But yeah, it never fucking happened. But they came out today, and I felt like they played with a lot of heart, which is great. And I feel like they played with a lot of intensity because, again, it wasn't until recently until, like, the national media started being like, oh, they're going to be the problem. Because when all these players start started getting put in there, dude, like, it, it assembled into this roster, they're like, oh, they're not going to fit together. It's not the last two fucking three weeks these people we are starting to We didn't have Pat Williams or Kobe White. That's another thing we had to talk about. We didn't have those guys tonight. And those guys are going to need minutes, and those guys add a ton of value. Like, I don't know if P. Will will hustle like Javante Green does, but, I mean, he adds a ton on the floor. And I'm not saying Javante Green is better by any means necessarily. It's just I wonder how he's going to fit, and I think he'll fit just fine. Um, again, dude, it was just amazing. Alex Caruso, like, he looked really good, and, and that was that was just fantastic. Dude had a fucking reverse layup through a couple, a couple oops. I mean, I don't know, man. I just I have a feeling about this team that they're going to be good, and I'm not like, and I'm not basing it off of the first preseason game. It's just the way they're playing together. They're only going to get better, dude. That was their first competitive game out on a basketball court. It's one thing to get excited about a young team that does something exciting in preseason. It's another thing to look at a team that is playing their first game together. You can see the talent. You know the talent. It's proven talent. They're proven commodities on a team and to instantly click to the point where you're breaking uh, assist records out the gate. You look extremely fluid. You're 40 piece in 50 piece in any team. And I don't, the Cavs are an NBA team. They do have a lot of young talent. They should be a good team down the road. Um, and Rubio and love are there. So they're, they're trash, but they're, they're still an NBA team to come out with zero chemistry and 40 piece a professional basketball team is insane. Um, no matter the circumstance. No matter the, the circumstance. And we saw it from each guy. And the fact that it was so evenly spread out um, just shows all their willingness to put aside, you know, being the, the, the showstopper. I don't think Zach had any points in the first quarter. And then he just fucking went torch. Well, that that's the thing. And, and that's something they pointed out on the broadcast, too. Adam Amin actually said it about Zach Levine. He would score during the first, you know, the first, you know, three quarters. And then by the fourth, he was so fucking gassed because he was trying to carry the team. It's something he doesn't have to worry about this year. He can pick and choose his spots instead of trying to really play defense. He was so gassed from playing offense all the time. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, it's just he he doesn't have to force anymore. And that's something that I think that we're going to see is you you have guys like DeMar DeRozan out there that are going to take pressure off of him. You have guys like Vooch, because let's be honest, he didn't really get a lot of fucking reps with Vooch last year due to you know him being injured. And then the COVID thing happened to him. So now that that's going to, you know, proceed and that relationship's going to build on the court and that chemistry is going to come about, I think it's going to get a lot better for him. And the unselfishness going back even into media day and some interviews that he's done this week about this team, not, you know, listen, we're not worried about how many fucking shots we put up. And for a guy to say that in his contract year, in his contract year, if that and you're right, that's like the first and foremost fucking thing in his contract year. And who is a proven scorer? It shows me how badly he wants to win. And I think they're already on the fucking same page. Honest yeah, to God, a guy whose payable skill is his scoring is willing to put some shots aside or more than some shots aside for his fellow all-star caliber players. 
um, and Pat and obviously anybody else who was on the floor, it's you, you now have a reason to pass the ball. You have a reason to not sit there and just dribble. And I, I was a little worried because Zach's first shot tonight was a little shitty. <laughs> Are you talking when he came off the screen that Vooch came and set him at the top of the key, he dribbled out about, what, eight seconds of the clock? And, then and, and maybe that was just like a, an opening heat check kind of thing. Like, do I have it, have it tonight? Uh, and being preseason, obviously it doesn't fucking matter. But at first I was like, oh, God. I was like, you, you don't have to do this anymore. What are you doing, man? Move the ball a little bit. Just just, just at least move it once and then get it back and then, and then do whatever the fuck you want. But don't be just chucking shit off the front of the rim. Yeah, no, there wasn't any more of that. Right. Uh, Lonzo Ball's first shot three-pointer tonight. I mean, that dude, you tweeted this out. This is something that I had pointed out, even going back into last year when we were talking about Lonzo at the trade deadline and about how, like I said, like he's improved his shot because I watched a lot of Pelicans ball last year and just the release of his shot. And you had said what? Like it used to be like he shot it out of a cannon, but now it's got a beautiful fucking arch to it. Like, like I mean, pulled by his ear. He looked just like this. Yeah. Oh, he's here. And he's fucking sniping shit. Right. And defensively, too, you could see it right off the bat. And that's something that I, I hope a lot of fans that are not familiar with Lonzo's game and only know him because of his father's antics or whatever and didn't get to watch him. This dude is a he's not going to go out there and get you 20 points a night. That's not his game. He well, might be able to about his his best skills and how well they fit Zach Levine is what's exciting for me. You locked up a guy in Lonzo at. On a Zach Levine contract, you gave Lonzo essentially the contract that Zach is currently on that he's about to come off of that, you know, kind of mid-tier proven. It. It's kind of messed up to say that proving it, you're giving somebody 19 plus million dollars to prove it. But for uh, a high value restricted free agent, that 19 mil tier is more of a prove it deal. Uh, he moved teams and he didn't get 20 plus million as a number two pick. So this is a, are you a max player kind of, prove that down the road deal and just their fit is going to work out for both of them. I'm so excited for that pairing this year and just down the road. I think it almost solidified Zach Stan. I actually really liked how Alonzo played with Vooch tonight as well. He was able to find him, identify mismatches right away. Stacy had pointed it on the broadcast and I guess, you know, I wasn't surprised by some of the passes that Lonzo ball had made, you know, the, the ball does not stay in his fucking hands, man, especially in transition. Like that ball hits his hand, his his eyes are up the court, and he's he's you know throwing a heater at somebody to try to get a shot. There was one to Matt Thomas that Thomas didn't pull the the trigger on. I think that was in the, the second, maybe, or the third quarter. We, but like just we the way we're gonna talk about Matt Thomas, right? What was do you want to talk about Matt Thomas? Oh, are we, are we gonna talk about? I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah, he looked he looked all right. I mean, he's not gonna make the roster, but I mean, you don't yeah, think he's gonna make the roster. No, he's not going to be one of the 13 guys. No way. There's 15 now, it's isn't 15. it? Yeah, it's 15. And then there's two ways. So well, yeah, there's two ways, man. I'm saying that he's not going to be a... You don't think he could take a Stanley Johnson spot? No. No? I think we have enough off offense on this team and three-point shooters where we wouldn't have to have him. Uh, I'm being honest with you. I would rather... Again, it's one game, but I'd rather have a versatile defender like Stanley Johnson I mean, that guard Stanimal, one. Stanimal came out and drained his first two threes, and I was like, oh, damn. Stan's Stan's been in the lab. Oh, he, and he should he's be in the lab. You but, know, he, uh, then, he's at the, he was a lottery pick that's on the end of the bench, man. But then, I, then I saw some some things that 
let me just also see why he's not guaranteed to be on this roster. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Another guy I want to bring up, Troy Brown Jr. He comes in. I think he was like the first guy off the bench. It was either him or Caruso was the first guy off the bench tonight. And Stanley Johnson, or I'm sorry, Troy Brown Jr. comes out right away and hits two three-pointers in the corner. Um, you know, if he works on his shot, we've said this all offseason, well, in our couple shows that we did when we spoke about him, that if he can figure out a way, the easiest thing to learn is a, a jump shot. And, and that's what everybody says. I mean, experts alike. They all say that. You can learn to shoot the ball. If your fundamentals are there, that'll come if you work on it. I mean, He will be a dangerous piece if you worked on it. You can do on your own all the time by yourself. Like, and it's like, it's basketball. You literally have to shoot the ball. So throughout, as you get older, you're going to get better at it. Whether you practice it a shit ton or you practice it a little, a little is going to go a long way throughout a 15-year NBA career. So, um I, I don't hope I don't think it's going to take 15 years for TBJ to, you know, reach that shooting potential. He's still extremely young, and just to see that Billy had the confidence to bring him off the bench first uh, with Kobe out was encouraging to see um, because his versatility is going to be needed. But we, we keep saying versatility, and that that's going to be the most exciting thing about this roster is almost everybody can do a little bit of everything, and Billy's going to have a hard time putting these rotations together because there's a lot of guys that deserve minutes that might not see them. Um, It's going to be that stay ready, next man up mentality, but our next man up is going to be fully capable of doing the job now, and that is just uh, extremely encouraging. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I'm very curious to see how he builds rotations and stuff like that once everybody gets healthy because obviously we know that we're not going to have Kobe White until, what was it, the end of November or something like that. Uh, maybe December because of that shoulder surgery. We know that uh, Pat, they, they actually did make comments about Pat today and Billy's uh, pregame presser. Um, Are going to get to see him at the home opener? Is he going to be, is, is he going to go? Well, he said they're optimistic, but they're not rushing him. So that's, that's something that we all need to be aware of. You know, he, he's, he's, run, he's running straight for, forward, but not like laterally yet or anything like that. Not he's side a super to side. freak and he's like freshly 20 years old. He's good. I, I, I sure the hell hope so. I sure the hell hope so. His I, cortisone shot it up in the ankle and, and get him in the UC for the home opener because uh, I don't know how many games we're going to get to go to, but uh, uh, we, we need some P. Willie in our life. Oh, absolutely. And that's something I'm super excited about. Um, we're going to be in attendance for the home opener in the 200 level, um, club level against that's Detroit. No, New Orleans is the home opener. I'll be there two days in a row. I'll be going to the. Uh, the home opener and then, and then revenge. yeah we're, i'm gonna be going to those two and then uh our tourist fan club ross will be with us in the 200 level not with us but he will be in the 200 level so i'm sure we'll catch like, up with like, him like we can we can lean over the balcony and like yeah we'll be like hey buddy how you doing because he'll be in the 200 level too probably have a beer or two with him i'm really excited about that but yeah man everything that i saw tonight i think was just absolutely fantastic i'm i'm, I'm super stoked um and i hope they can carry it over and and that again it was the first game. It's against kind of a bad team. It's preseason, but I was very encouraged by the things I saw. Was there something that you saw from somebody you didn't expect tonight that you were really happy about besides Javante Green? I said Matt Thomas. Um, you know, I I had heard the, the lure of him, but uh, or the lore rather, uh, but I hadn't really seen it in action. And he looks silky smooth. I mean, he looks like he has that potential to be that Duncan Robinson kind of steal. Doesn't do much but shoot threes or that kind of, you know, 
pump fake step up midi jumper. Uh, but he seemed pretty smooth with moving the ball. And you can never have too much shooting. That's a skill that uh, is needed in this league. And defensively, he looked like he could at least uh, man somebody up on the perimeter better than Lowry Markinen. So if you can uh, give me a 40% three-point shooter that gives you good effort on the defensive end and is in that, like, 2-3-4, just versatile, uh, if he plays defense like Ryan Archie Diacono, we we, we could see a roster spot for him. Uh, At least I can I know you didn't. You didn't seem to be ready to get on the MT train, but um, I'm on the MT train. Yeah, I, I really liked what I saw out of Matt. I mean, he looked good. I mean, he could shoot the rock. Um, I liked what I saw out of AO. He played with the scrubs there at the end, which kind of you know, and not by scrubs they would kick my ass in basketball, but the guys that aren't going to be here. Um, he played with those guys towards the end of the game there, but he looked pretty good. Very, uh, I love his man-to-man defense. I love his help. Um, He's a, he's an athletic guy, you know, and I, I thought it was really cool that the crowd cheered the shit out of him when he came in. Hometown guy, south side kid, playing for the Bulls. I mean, it's a great story. Him and Dotson both are Chicago guys, so it's it's always great to see. Favorite part of the game, besides the Bulls kicking the shit out of Cleveland, was Denzel Valentine. And he was booed immediately, and I just kind of laughed at that. Um, not because I don't want Denzel to feel bad. I want to bully anybody, but that was just kind of fucking hilarious. Do you think he's going to get a roster spot over there? He was on the fucking third string in a preseason. We didn't get him to the second half. Dude, sometimes that can mean a good thing. That can mean that they know you're on the team so they don't need to look at you. You never know. Right. And I'll tell you what, man. I mean, just because we're talking about former Bulls, Lowry Markinen, he he started off really bad. At like one time, I think he was like one for eight or something like that. Just did not look good. You know. Um, but he's buff. He buffed up again. Yeah, I heard. I heard all about that. He put on. Buff. He put on the. I love that. There was always those off-season reports. Oh man, he put on a ton of muscle. Okay, bro. Yep, I get it. Yeah, he's like fucking Ivan Drago. Yeah, he's fucking strong as hell. I get it. Can he now? Will he? Will he use it or will he go stand in the corner? You know, I mean, it it just. It. it, it, I don't know. It is what it is. But I was very encouraged by everything I saw tonight. Um, from DeRozan to obviously, I know what Zach could do. Zach back to back Yakums had me. I was juiced. Oh yeah, the thunder dunk and then the fucking oop. Oh man, dude. And, I mean, and Twitter was Twitter was booming, goose. Everybody, man, booming. Hey, man. I'm seeing more bulls gear. I used to be the only one, and people were like, why? Well, why the fuck is this guy wearing bulls gear? There's nothing to be excited about. Uh, now, now people are they're, they're dusting off the bulls gear. It's coming back out. Oh yeah, it, it absolutely is, man. It absolutely is. I'm, I'm. Again, the bulls are cool again. They fucking did it. They did it in a year. The turnover, uh, the turnover is crazy. I wrote an article the other day about like there's four players returning, and if you count Dotson, I guess that would be five. But um, it, it's Vooch, trade deadline acquisition, Levine, P. Wilk, and Kobe. And then if and you want to add Dotson, what was that? Devonte Green. Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. There's like six. But those were all trade acquisitions. Right, so those were all trade acquisitions. So from the so beginning of last year, it's still like it's still like three or four because if I didn't hear you include Vooch, I would have just kept my mouth shut. But you included Vooch, so I, I had to Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, you know so, what? But those were still acquisitions that they made, so they're not technically holdovers either though. So right. it still goes to the point that we were making in a year and a half time, we went from scrub team almost praying to tank again to um, one, two current All-Stars, one former All-Star, Lonzo Ball, um, who even on like those crazy 
sport nerd basketball sites is like projected as a future all-star at this point. So like they did some fucking shit and it was just the Cavs, but we saw a lot of why we should be excited. And that was just the first taste. Yeah. I'm curious to see too, in the regular season, when these guys start getting up into the 30 minute ranges, like what the shots are going to look like and what, you know, how this is all going to look against a competitive team. And, And I just, I look all around and I look that there's no shortage of scoring within the starting lineup. I just get more worried, I guess, about the defense than anything. Do you think that P. Will is that much of a downgrade from Javante, though? No, 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 not at all. I don't think he's a downgrade at all. I think he's an upgrade for sure. I just wonder, again, it's against competitive teams is what I wonder. You know, it's just, I wonder about that because... If they come out with, I don't care what team it is. I mean, they're not going to stop like a LeBron James or a KD. We we know that. You know those guys. The Lakers look fun, but don't they also have the potential to be like the the Dwight Nash Kobe Lakers, or like the uh, you know the Garnett Pierce uh, Williams Nets? Like they're at that could be over the hill outside of AD Mark Um, and. You know, I love Russ. Russ alone is amazing. AD alone is amazing. LeBron alone is amazing. Now LeBron and AD obviously won a fucking championship. Amazing. I just don't know that the combination that they got going on over there is going to happen. Is LeBron going to ship Carmelo out like he did Wade in Cleveland? Like, is it going to be, oh, shit, dude. Sorry, this isn't working out the way I thought it was. Uh, I'm going to send you uh, to Denver. Are you going to Denver to retire? Are you going to the Knicks to retire? Where are you going, Melo? Uh, you're just going home? Okay. Uh, get out of here. So uh, the Lakers are going to be one of those teams that I, I really wouldn't be that scared about. If we messed it's around. It's not that I'm scared, dude. It, it's just I, I want to see the same intensity every night on defense that we saw tonight against good teams and bad. I think the, the veteranship that you brought in with DeMar, um, Lonzo being a great two-way player, um, Pat's best skill probably being a versatile defender that's now going to get to play his more natural position at the four is it's a great mix. And we got, we, like I said, we just got a little taste. And I guess we shouldn't, we shouldn't get too love drunk on it already, but um, that was the tastiest taste I've ever had. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. We have a fan in the comments here. Um, big Bali 2K. He's as I'm a Cavs fan, and I know we got our asses handed to us this game. But does anybody else besides me think Mobley can play a small forward? It's one game. I, I'm not 100% sure if he can or he can't. Um, I mean, he didn't look bad. He only got 22 minutes tonight, but I mean, I didn't feel like he looked bad. I, I don't know though, man. I don't know if he's. I don't want to say not skilled enough, but it's just too early know. to tell. Well, one, yeah, you're you're right. It's too early to tell. But at this point in the league, what we're kind of seeing is if you're going to play the four, you almost have to be able to play the three. You have to be versatile enough to where you can guard the perimeter. And if you can't do that as a four, well, then you can't do it as a three either. I mean, it's it all comes down to what you can defend. And, and, and let's be honest, it was a tough playing. task for him in his first preseason game. It wasn't fucking easy. <laughs> No, exactly. You had DeMar DeRozan as the small forward. So I think that would just be a situational matchup thing uh, with his skill sets and being a good defender and having quick feet. Yeah, I mean, you can play whatever position you can defend, but it's just going to be a night-to-night matchup thing. Um, 
for him going forward. But no, the Cavs are going to be an exciting team. Um, not now. Uh, they might even get you know another top talent. But uh, we'll, we'll see them in the future. Right. So looking forward towards the next game, it'll be on Friday. We have to wait three damn days, or two technically, two days until two and Bulls, a half. Yeah, two and a half until Bulls basketball again, and they will be taking on the Pelicans at home in Chicago. Um, and I'm really hoping this next game we get Marco Simonovic. Um, it really sucked that or Tony game. Bradley. Yeah, I would like to see Tony Bradley too, but I really like. I, I know what Tony Bradley could do. You know, but Marco is, is a rookie. You know, he was a draft and stash guy. We didn't get to see him. Uh, we got to see him in, in summer league, and he looked pretty good over there. Um, it's just I want to I want to see what he could do on the court in a game situation with. Want to you know, see him matched up against some NBA talent, even yeah, though that's you don't what expect I want him to get minutes. But you want to see if like they can they can squeeze out some spot minutes for him, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm really hoping that this thumb injury isn't bad too, because it happened today. Um, and they're like their shoot around or whatever they were, you know, getting a little bit playing. I mean, I guess they were juiced all day from how Billy made it sound in the pregame presser. Um, but I guess he jammed his thumb a little bit. Billy said he's not concerned or worried at all. They're just trying to be cautious with it. So, you know, make sure he's good and everything like that. So that's my main concern. I, I hope he's good and I would really like to see him. And then of course, you know, I, who I really wanted to see who I thought was going to get the start tonight was going to be Derek Jones jr. Cause you know, the, yeah, why didn't he play? He had an ankle sprain, left hmm. ankle sprain. So I don't know how what the severity of that is. Um, I didn't really hear Billy talk about it. I kind of was in and out of that pregame presser. But I'm really hoping that he he will play in the next game too because, I again, I thought he was going to be the guy that got the start, a guy that runs the floor, the guy that can defend, very high-energy type guy, you know, kind of like Javante Green. I just think a little bit more skilled, a little bit more long. Well, I'm pro- Yeah, probably more suited for the power forward. But Right. So that's what I'm really hoping to see. Is there anything you're hoping to see in the next one? Um, no, because what I want to see, we're not going to get to see, and that's Patrick Williams and Kobe White. I want to see how they fit in to this. Just thinking about the fact that you have, you know, 20 point per night scoring potential out of Kobe off the bench that you're missing. Um, you have the versatility of Pat Williams. And to add to what we saw tonight, and that's just extremely exciting. This team has uh, the ability to compete now, uh, in a sense. Maybe not contend. We're going to go with the compete word. That's that's a few steps below contend. Um, they can compete now, and they can build for the future, and I think that's a much better spot than where we were at, and it's just extremely exciting. Um, but um, I want to see just the, I guess, the ball movement again. I want to see that replicated. I want to see the sharing and um, the spread out, just sharing the love. Just uh, because from what you read off, they each had like 14 shots, right? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, one of them had 15. I think that was uh, – Who was being greedy? Yeah, right. Who was being fucking greedy? And they all had assists too. They all had like fucking four assists, and, and uh, Zach had three, and Lonzo had five. So they were – and the, we already know the ball movement was nothing – short of fantastic tonight. So I, I want to see them keep doing stuff like that because when they're off and running and moving that ball, I don't know how they're going to be. There's just so many scoring options. I don't know who's going to stop them. Well, especially when you have a DJJ lob threat too, running the floor. Right. You're hundred percent right. He's a gazelle too. So it's not even that he can just jump like running the floor. That dude cooks. Absolutely. Anything else you'd like to add before we ride out here, man? 
No, I'm just I'm stoked for this season. I'm gonna be like counting down not not even days, like seconds till the twenty second. Um, it's probably been last time I was at a Bulls game was probably at that practice with you. What two, three years ago? That it was, was uh twenty nineteen. You and I went to the practice. Holy shit. Yeah, twenty nineteen. That, that, that was an entirely different decade. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. It was twenty twenty because that was before. Oh. It was before COVID. It was like right before. Yeah, it was yeah because the season started in October. You had November, December, January, and then the uh, state was shut it down. It was still March here, 20. so it had to be nineteen. No, it was twenty. Okay, okay. It was twenty because last year was the twenty. Wait, what the fuck was last year? It was twenty twenty one. Yeah, but the season started off weird last year because of COVID. I don't fucking remember. Yeah, it was like two years ago. I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I, I lose track of time. You sit in your house for so long because of COVID, you forget shit. You know, I've been able to. I've been Christ. so. I've been so fortunate this year, man. I got to go to the Bears home opener with the season ticks. I've been selling the rest. I've been to like 18, 19 Sox games. I'll be going to the playoff game if they get there on Monday, next Monday with NWI Steve. Like, I just cannot wait to get back into my element, in the United Center. Like, that is my goal. That's where I can't wait to be. And What's you and I is it the Muay Thai? Muay Thai, Mai Thai. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, we can get my ties in two hundred level, man. You want a couple? Mai we're, not, we're not doing jujitsu. No, I, I, I was gonna say who, who are we trying to choke out there? I'm like five nine, 140 pounds. I try to choke somebody out there and throw me down the three hundred. Knowing how to choke somebody out at five nine is probably like your only option. So you might want to get on that. Yeah, I could bite too. I mean, we're not gonna get there. I'm, I'm, I'm a cheap motherfucker, man. I'm cheap. I'm. <laughs> I'm like Charles Oakley. No, I was kidding. But, yeah, so uh, we'll be back on Friday possibly after the Bulls take on the Pelicans. Just a friendly reminder to everybody before we leave here, if you are watching on Twitter, we cannot see your comments because Twitter (laughs) went to Twitter Live. You have to come over to YouTube and um, subscribe, talk with us. We had a lot of people coming here. This this is not a ploy to just make you come over here. We just can't. No, seriously, it's not a fucking ploy to get people to sub to the YouTube. I don't even know how to YouTube. I really don't. But, like, I I can't see anything unless you're on Facebook or fucking YouTube. So that's how we have to do it from here on out. Um, We had a great comment here from Lil Yumper before we ride out. He goes, we need uh, need the Bulls to fill the void of the winner because the Bears are sometimes painful to watch. By sometimes, he means all the time, Um, you know, for the most part. It's like this nagging thing. You know, I don't know if you caught the puzzle. Was that a play on words? It was. Good for you. Good for you. That was good. I like that. That was fucking great. Everybody, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at on tapsportsnet. Following Goose at Bull Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. Subscribe to the On Tap Sportsnet YouTube. Make sure you do that. It's very, very important. It's the coolest and the toughest. It is the coolest and the toughest shit to do. Again, hopefully we're back on Friday. We'll see how it goes. If I didn't have any too many beers or whatever, and uh, Goose gets off work in time, we'll make it happen. But now until then, let's go Bulls. <laughs>